on this episode of Free Beer and Real Estate. 90% of the business is going to be done by 10% of the agents in our industry. So do you want to be part of that 90% or do you want to be part of the 10%? The difference between those two groups is the 10% who are doing 90% of the business are actively out there having more conversations. I'll boil it down for you. They are talking to more people than the other 90%. Hey everyone, it's time again to crack open a cold one and talk real estate with Mike Ferrante from Century 21 Homestar and the 21 Mike team based in Cleveland, Ohio. We are chatting about all things real estate from agent training, real estate investing, buyer and seller tips, and more. It's free beer and real estate. Real estate agents and business owners, what if I told you there was a way to generate business and specifically leads without spending any money? That's the topic for today. Let's dig in. All right. Hi, everybody. Mike Ferrante here with Century 21 Homestar and the 21 Mike team. Uh, run a real estate team, mostly residential, about uh, 5 or 10% commercial here in Ohio. Uh, focusing largely on Northeast Ohio, but also stretching clear down to Columbus and surrounding areas. Uh, if you're interested in the team, go to 21mike.com. It'll give you more information there. You can also schedule an appointment. The best way to hit me up is Mike, M-I-K-E, at 21mike.com. By the way, guys, if you love our content and want to see more uh, real estate-related tips, please consider subscribing to the YouTube channel. We post these videos the day after we do them on Tuesdays on YouTube. Uh, the blog, the audio goes out on, on the um, on a blog on our website, 21mike.com. And we actually have a podcast too. So the audio goes out to the podcast and we recently hit just over, let's see, we hit our 75th episode and um, I think we're approaching 2000 downloads right now. And so the pod, uh, podcast is free beer and real estate. And like the old joke goes, the free beer is always tomorrow. You missed it today. Uh, and as always on Tuesdays, I'm joined by Tony Geraci, broker owner of Homestar, who uh, so generously uh, de dedicates his time for training for agents. And of course, this Tuesday session, uh, you can hit Tony up on his cell phone, 216-374-1269. Shoot Tony a text and let him know what you want to talk about, and he'll work you into his schedule. I think Tony sleeps about, what, uh, 20, 30 minutes a day, Tony? Is that about right? Pretty much. <laughs> I wish yeah. I it's, you know, it's always so much, so many things on your mind when you go to sleep and all things you got to accomplish the next day. That's real estate, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you all the time. Well, no, I don't know how you do it, Tony, but it's amazing that you make yourself so accessible. So uh, again, let's get back to the topic. Uh, we're going to talk about free leads. Now, guys, when I talk about free leads, you know, there's always some cost, whether it's, you know, paying your cell phone bill, your time. Uh, it could be that you spend a couple dollars on paper or something. There, you know, nothing's free in life, but these are free leads in that we're not paying a source, you know, and you guys know where you buy leads from. Uh, not saying those are good or bad, but a lot of agents say, hey, I don't want to spend hundreds or thousands of dollars buying leads when I feel that maybe there's a way I can generate them myself. So I've broken this down into three categories today, and I'm going to start with social media. Um, I'm going to hit social media. Uh, using your phone. And then the last one's going to be more in-person generation of leads, uh, door knocking, open houses, that type of things. Um, and really kind of dig in just sort of on the surface, the big picture of each of these. And then I think what we'll do the next three weeks, we will do a more in-depth 
look at each of these three sort of categories. So let's talk social media first, Tony, because I think um, it, it drives me crazy when I hear agents, first of all, say, oh, I don't do social media. It's a waste of time. I don't want to get caught in the drama, et cetera, et cetera. You know, how many agents do you hear saying that, Tony? But they're missing a golden opportunity to generate business. It's a business tool, right? Exactly. It's just kind of like, uh, what was I say? Like early on with stores, like stores like, oh, I'm not going to do that online ordering or anything like that. I have people coming into my store and then you're like, well, you're going to miss out on all those types of customers that like to go online. Same with social media. There's people that like to communicate on social media and keep up with people. So if you don't want to talk to any of those people and cut out those people, of kind of, then that's, you got to, you know, make that decision, but I don't think it's a, a great one. <laughs> so, so Tony, what do you say to the agent who says, oh, well, it's too late. I've waited too long to get involved in social media. No, I think most of the time when they say stuff like that, they think they have to get ingrained in it because they see, they they know, I mean, we all know the people that uh, we have people, friends, family, people who are close to us that are really ingrained in everything's about the social media. You don't have to do that. You just got to get, dip your toe into it. <laughs> and my opinion is someone getting into it now is a lot better than someone who's been in it uh, because now you can manage it. You know, remember when we got into Facebook and social media, we're just like friend, 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 everybody. And now you could be, you know, calculated about it. Okay, I'm going to friend that person. I'm going to communicate with that person and start with one. So sometimes I wish I could went down to zero and start building it back up from there. So, you know, we're pretty prolific on Facebook. I'm going to tell you that we don't do too much on Instagram, and I feel like we're missing the boat there. There was an agent I met about three years ago at a Tom Ferry event. She was just starting her team, and today I looked at her Instagram page, 30,000 followers. So I guess my, my point is that once you start something, if you do it consistently, you can build traction pretty quickly. Now, I'm not saying go start an Instagram page and in three years, you'll automatically have 30,000 followers. What I'm saying is that it's possible. Okay. I've been doing YouTube videos. I want to hit on YouTube for a second here, because it seems like I'm always talking about Facebook, but I've been doing YouTube videos for about 12 years now. I think we have around 800, 800 to 900 YouTube videos. And, you know, and I was just kind of putting content out there with, without a real strategy over the last uh, year or so, that's when we've gotten about half of the uh, roughly 900 some subscribers that we have right now. So it's about doing it, but doing it with a purpose. If that makes sense to everybody, you've got to have a plan and a purpose and uh, consistency. I know that I probably stole your thunder, Tony, but uh, it's all oh, about no. that. It's con consistency, but it's better to do something than not anything. And just like you said, we're not really on Instagram, me either, but I have an account there. I should do a little bit more on Instagram, but you got to do somewhere. We got to start somewhere. You know, I'm, I got a LinkedIn account. I've got, uh, you know, all, all the, you know, most of the major ones uh, accounts though, but it, it helps people find you. So like any of our Century 21 Homestar agents, go on Google, type your name and Century 21 after it, see what pops up. And you should have you, your webpage, if you have it active, should pop up one of the top three. Our, our listing of you in Century 21 on our, our office page or Century 21 page should be up there. But then your social media would pop up. Like if you had YouTube, that's going to pop up. Isn't YouTube owned by Google? Right? That's correct. So, yeah. so, so, uh, of course, you, if someone Googles you and you have YouTube videos with your name on it, that's going to pop up. 
and then your Instagram or anything like that will pop. So it's more ways for people to find you. It's like having being in the phone book. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Where do people looking? Yeah. So Tony, a couple, just, I'm going to give a couple examples of how to generate business from social media. And then next week we'll do a deep dive on uh, social media as a free source of leads. And then the following week we'll do phone and the following week we'll do door knocking and open house. But for today, just a couple examples, guys, if you go on Facebook, for example, and just private message some friends, hey, how's it going? Haven't talked in a while. Or, hey, saw you posted about your kid graduating this year. Well, what often happens right after a graduation? Okay, life-changing events, you can scan your Facebook page and stay in touch with people. I'll give you a concrete example today. Okay, I, it's a sphere of influence is huge. Okay, I sold a house for a family probably five or six years ago now, and I have not done a fantastic job staying in touch with these folks, but I did a great job for them when we sold their house and I stay in touch with them on social media. I know that they follow some of my stuff. I'm constantly putting content out. Well, lo and behold, this morning I get a text from that client say, hey, we have a friend getting ready to sell their house. Do you cover this area? Of course, I thanked them profusely because I haven't talked to this guy by phone probably since a couple of weeks after the sale. Shame on me. But by using social media as a way to stay in touch with people, you can generate passive referrals in addition to active referrals. So posting, scanning your Facebook page, putting content on platforms, helps people find you, like Tony said. Um, what about a market update video that you do once a month? We have that data at our fingertips. I do a mar market update video every single month. So putting content out there on social media, staying in touch with your sphere, it's a great way to generate business. Any final thoughts on social, Tony? I got to keep it light today because we got three big topics to hit. No, keep on going. That's a, That was a good overview. Tune in next week and Tony and I will do a deep dive on uh, several different social media platforms and how to generate business from them. Um, but this is free stuff, guys. It's just a little bit of your time. Now let's talk about working the phones. Okay. Now I know the reaction I get from a lot of agents is, oh, oh I don't want to make cold calls. I get it. That is one way to generate business. We can get lists of people to call from all different sources, FISBOs, you know, for sale by owners, expireds, people who are likely to move, you know, you can circle prospect a neighborhood. You can say you could call an entire neighborhood where you know the turnover is pretty high and just call everybody. That's cold calling, circle prospecting. Definitely one way to do it and it's pretty cheap. But if you don't like cold calling, there are other ways to use your phone to generate business. And of course, I'm talking about center of influence, sphere of influence. Call your people. How do you sell more houses? You talk to more people. If you're an agent who's going to wait for the phone to ring, wait for the text like I did today, you are only going to do X amount of business. I'm going to throw a stat out here, Tony, and I'll throw it over to you. 90% of the business is going to be done by 10% of the agents in our industry. So do you want to be part of that 90% or do you want to be part of the 10%? The difference between those two groups is the 10% who are doing 90% of the business are actively out there having more conversations. I'll boil it down for you. They are talking to more people than the other 90%. This podcast is brought to you by Mike Ferrante from Century 21 Homestar and the 21 Mike team, real estate agents serving all of Ohio. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or you're an agent looking to partner with the number two team for Century 21 in the entire U.S., 
contact Mike via email at mike at 21mike.com. Tony. Exactly. There's and and you in running a, a very very successful team, and they're saying this. You still do this. <laughs> Sometimes some agents think that you're going to get to a point, you're going to do all this stuff, and then it's just going to be on autopilot. But you're going to do this. But can I give one one tip for making calls? We have the technology to knock on the door of the call. So I've been, you know, because I tried different things and over the years, what I've been doing and is getting good success was I used to text people. Uh, information and then now text messages not getting as much response back from that. But when I tell them, hey, Joe, by the way, I have you scheduled to, I'm going to give you a call tomorrow afternoon at 1 p.m., just checking with that, or if not, I'll talk to you tomorrow at 1. Then they're like, oh, Tony's calling me tomorrow. I better respond to him or wait for his call. Either one, if they don't respond, I'm calling him. If they do, I, I, I lost, I lose the fear. I lose the fear of calling because I just asked, I'm going to call you tomorrow at one. And if you responded or didn't respond or re rescheduled, that's the fear I think a lot of agents have is calling people is that, that they, they're going to catch them at the wrong time. They're going to be upset they're calling. But if you send a quick text, like I'm calling you tomorrow at one o'clock, I've scheduled, and then you can get your schedule. You know exactly who you're calling tomorrow. If you make 20 calls, text everybody the day before, the morning before, the day before, say tomorrow I'm calling you. And I think that relieves some of the the stress. I don't know if you agree with that, Mike, or, or I love it. That. Yeah, no, I've not done that. That's a pretty pretty cool idea. But I I, I do love texting, and you know, kind of to um, turn this into a couple more specific things. I think that sphere of influence is so important. It's still almost seventy percent of people find their agent from sphere of influence. So. To, to give you a concrete action path today, I want everybody listening to this, watching this, to make a list of your sphere. Make the list, okay? Whether it's out, download the contacts from your phone, your email, your social media, make the list. And what Tony said about, okay, tomorrow I'm going to make 20 calls. Make 10 to 20 calls a day, okay? You're going to get a lot of voicemails. And if you have a list, say you have a list of 100 people and you're going to call 10 people a day, that's 10 days. If you if you call consistently for 10 days, you can work through your whole sphere of influence. Now, maybe sometimes it's a call, sometimes it's a text, and it could be uh, just a check-in call. It could be maybe you recently did a market update video. Uh, hey, Tony, it's Mike. I just, I, I know you're kind of interested in the real estate market. I just did a market update video. Can I send it to you? So make a list and call your people. Now, who are your people? It's your past clients, your friends, your referral sources, your vendors. Who do you spend money with? Just go online and Google a sphere of influence. Who is in my sphere of influence? We have a great list, Tony, that you guys gave us that we still use to this day, a memory jogger for who should be in your sphere of influence. Uh, so that's kind of, again, two weeks from now, we'll go back to using the phone to generate free leads, but anything to add on that topic, uh, as we wrap up and move on to, uh, segment number three. No, I'm glad you mentioned it. It's just, uh, anybody in your phone, anybody that should, it could possibly have your phone number in their phone is the easy sphere of influence. You text them or call them. They know it's you start with that. <laughs> Yeah. And the scripts, you know, we'll, we'll go into scripts when we do a deeper dive. I know the objection that I get, Tony, from agents is, oh, well, I don't want to keep calling my people and asking for re referrals. Well, of course, if that's all you're doing, that's, that stinks, you know, come up with 
a reason, something uh, something of value that you can can give them. You know, ask them if they need a a market analysis of their home. I mean, if, especially if they've been in the market for a while. Um, just ask them what they need. And, and remember the old Ford script. Okay. It's the four things that people talk about with their sphere. Ford, <clears throat> family, occupation, recreation, and your dreams. You know, those are, those are just think about that, you know, and, and it's no different than when you're talking to your friends. These are people who already know you. They're probably going to answer the phone. So we'll cover that in more depth in two weeks. So Section number three, Tony, it's the in-person communication. Okay, and again, these are free, if not inexpensive. You know, one, at, at most, you might spend a few bucks on these um, open houses, and we'll talk about door knocking with this. With this too, done correctly, open houses can get people in the door. Especially now, we still have a shortage of inventory. I don't know a market out there that doesn't have some kind of inventory shortage. Buyers will show up if you market them correctly. See our other uh, training about doing open houses correctly. But of course, and Tony, you reminded me last time we did this, the door knocking around the open house. T Tony, talk about door knocking, because I think the, the objection I get is, oh, I'm afraid to knock on doors. People have their no soliciting signs up. You know, how, how what would you say to an agent who says, I'm afraid to knock on doors. I don't like doing that. Well, number one, I mean, uh, I'm saying off the record, <laughs> not because I, I think this is a great area. When you go to I, I, the no solicitation things, I, you're not selling anything. You're inviting them to your their, their neighbor's house to come see their house. Maybe they have someone interested in buying it. So you're not selling anything. So that's uh, number one. Number two, you're, you're, you're going on the request. You should ask your sellers first because they might not be, they'll be upset. I don't want my neighbors to come in my house. House. So go, hey, do you mind if I go door to door around your, your neighborhood to ask your neighbors to come see your house because they might have a friend or a relative and, and hopefully they say yes. So you're going to say, hey, Mr. and Mrs. Jones down the street, I'm helping them sell a house. They wanted me to come to your house to invite you or anybody you know that might want to live in the area. So one, they shouldn't get mad at you because they're going to go back and tell Mr. and Mrs. Jones, well, that jerk Mr. and Mrs. Smith screamed at me like they don't because <laughs> you invited them to your house. Um, that's, you know, so people won't, you won't have the, uh, rejection as much when you start having the script of saying, we're inviting you to come see, we're, we're inviting you into our home. So when whatever it comes out after that, if that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, you know, there's a whole bunch of great little add-ons to that script. Hey, we thought maybe, you know, someone trying to get in the neighborhood. Hey, wouldn't it be great if you could pick your next neighbor? Uh, I, I think scripts like that make it very conversational and easy. And of course, what are we looking for when we're knocking on these doors or as people come in the open house, whether it's a nosy neighbor or not, we're looking for people who are interested in making a move. So Tony, oh. when, when I've done these scripts, I always wrap it up with, thank you so much. Hope to see you. By the way, that's a Brian Buff Buffini segue. By the way, when do you think you might be making a move? Simple as that. Also, I mean, I, I, my suggestion, I don't know if you agree with this too, some, some agents list their, get their listing on a Saturday or a Friday and then going into the MLS on Monday. So if you're having open house on Sunday, when you go door to door on Saturday to invite them to open house, make them feel like a VIP, just want to let you know, this hasn't hit the market yet, it's hitting market on Monday. So if you've got no anybody that wants to see this house, you tell them to come tomorrow because it's hitting the open market. And, and my your neighbor, Mr. and Mrs. Jones wanted to give you guys first dibs 
yep. and telling people you know, and it makes them feel special. And then their mind's like, oh, well, maybe we do have someone. You don't want to go in there and have an open house that's eight months after the house has been on the market and the whole the neighborhood knows they yeah. see the sign. Then you're like, oh, please. It's like begging. Please come to the house now, eight months later. This is stuff you do at the beginning. Yeah. People like to feel special, right, Tony? So another suggestion I have is say your open house is one to three. Come an hour early and have a neighbors and friends only open house from 12 to one. People love to feel VIP special, right? And that's a great time. You know that the people coming are neighbors and friends, and you know that that's a potential group of sellers that are coming there that, you know, that's really the home run of an open house. I know people are scratching their heads going, Mike, open house sellers, what are you talking about? We have to break that mindset that we're doing open houses only for buyer leads. We want to find sellers at our open houses. So we'll break that down in three weeks. We'll really dig into the open house script. We'll talk more about door knocking because I love the door knocking around an open house, but there are other door knocking scripts too. My, my teammate, Ryan, uh, was has door knocked the heck out of a neighborhood near him. And he's already gotten three listings out of door knocking a neighborhood just because he knows it's a high turnover neighborhood. That's it. Simple as that. He knocks on doors and talks to people. Anything to add, Tony? I think we, no, wow. That's great. I mean, just this, anything, this time. I'm just like the one thing when I'm coaching agents is just getting over the the fear and trying to figure out ways, just like I said, texting people first going door to door and explaining that you're inviting them. Cause I know that fear, uh, that's the only reason why people aren't doing it other than if they just want to not do it and just not have the energy to do it, <laughs> but it's always some type of fear. Yeah. So again, remember what I said, 90% of the business is going to be done by 10% of the agents. So you might say, if you're listening to Tony, that 90% of the agents are afraid to do these things. Maybe. I mean, do you want to do you want to be in the, in that good 10 percent group or would you want to be afraid? I would say that all the agents that want to do more and have the time to do more and they just don't fill that time with income generating activities. Yes. Then there's some agents that get in the business, have other jobs, have family, have things. And really, it's hard for them to carve out the time. But the agent that really has the time, it's it's you know, you got to you know take action. Yeah. I, you know what? I'm gonna. I know we're over time. I'm gonna share one quick story. When I was a part-time agent, I had a day job, eight, eight, really ten hours a day. But every single day on the way home from work, I had about a forty-five minute drive. That's when I made my calls, and I was as careful as I could be. You know, I'm dialing and you know using my my headset and and so forth. But every single day, I did lead gen. I was calling people for forty-five minutes. So I get it that you know saying, well, I'm just a part-time agent, or I don't have time, I have family obligations. Look, you make time for what you choose to make make time for. It's like going to the gym. You know, Tony, you're a busy guy, but you're at the gym, if not every day, sometimes twice a day. So it, we make time for what we choose to make, make time for. There's a way. So you just have to figure out what that way is and, and do it. Final thoughts? No, nope, that's great. Good, good uh, overview. Great place to end there. Uh, next three weeks, we'll hit. Uh, you know, we'll talk about social media more in depth for 20 minutes. Uh, next week, we'll we'll talk about the phone work, and we'll get into some specific scripts in two weeks. And in three weeks, we'll do more about the in-person, face-to-face stuff, and actually break down some scripts and what to say. So, guys, again, reminder: if you're watching this on YouTube, please hit the sub- subscribe button, follow us on Facebook, and of course, hit me up, Mike at 21Mike.com, if you want to have a conversation outside of this. Take care, everybody. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye. 
We hope you enjoyed free beer and real estate from Century 21 Homestar and the 21 Mike team. Please subscribe to our podcast and find us on YouTube by searching for Mike Ferrante, Cleveland Realtor. You will find videos, training, and even recipes from 21 Mike's Vegan Kitchen.